What's up, friends? I'm so excited to have you guys back on the show today. If you guys have been tuning in this month, I've been covering a bunch of different topics in detail to give you guys this platform for the year, for making 2022 your healthiest year yet. So first, we talked about the missing piece in your health journey, and this is where we discussed like the importance of integrating faith and values into your health goals and really getting that clear first and foremost. Then we dove into some nutrition non-negotiables, talking about some of the basics of nutrition. This time of year, things just get overcomplicated. When it comes to nutrition, I think there is so much information and we're looking for a quick fix, so we're more likely to listen to that information, when in reality, we've got to do some of the basics first. So we talked about the three nutrition non-negotiables And then dove really deep into some fun topics like positive body image and how to fall in love with exercise again. So if you missed any of those episodes, be sure you go back, tune into them. But today what we are doing is we are wrapping this up in a nice little bow for you guys. So you have five tangible steps to take today to kickstart this power plan for you. We are at the end of January, which is hilarious to me because... I'm like, I just arrived in January. How is January already over? Usually I come into the new year with this energy and I'm excited and I'm not a huge new year's resolution fan, but I do like the season of a new year and, you know, reflecting on the previous year and setting intentions for the next year. But I was late to the 2022 party. I mean, I'm just now arriving and getting my uh, mojo going. So hoping you guys are there with me. And we're going to lay out this five-step plan for you guys today. And I think it's so important because it's been over a decade that I have sat on the other side of these conversations about food and body. And what I notice in most of these amazing inspirational humans that I have the pleasure of working with, and honestly, what I've observed for myself is that life will happen in the game of life. Life will always win. It will always throw us a curveball. There will be things unexpected that pop up. And it is so important that we have a firm foundation to stand on the storms of life. They will come. But for those who have spent the time healing their relationship with food, learning to be in a relationship with their body that's respectful, that can love our body and practice forms of self-care without necessarily liking our body, these are the individuals that can weather the storms of life and still maintain taking care of their health. Before I dive in, I want to share a story with you. I want to introduce you to a client named Jen. Her actual name's not Jen, but we're going to call her Jen just to keep her name, to respect her privacy. But Jen is a longtime client of mine. She came in initially to see me for an eating disorder. And it took a couple years that we worked through that and she got to a really solid place. Then a few years later, she came back to see me for sports nutrition. And that was really fun. We got to dive into like macro balance, uh, nutrition timing, how we can strategically plan her pre and post workout snacks to support the goals she had in her sport. And then a few years later, she came back to me for weight loss because her blood pressure had actually spiked and she was hoping to manage her spike in blood pressure through diet and weight loss without going on medication. Every time she came in to see me, we would tackle whatever new piece of nutrition she needed at that time. So for example, when she was struggling with an eating disorder, we were working on food exposure and challenging rigidity around food. I mentioned 
when she came in for sports nutrition. We were really working on mastering her meal and snack timing. And then of course, when it came to weight loss, we were brainstorming ways for her to meet her emotional needs outside of food while refocusing her intake as fuel for her body and to support her health goals. Now, each time we chatted, we had this new nutrition angle that we embarked on, but every time there was one thing that remained the same and it was her reason for showing up in my office. It was her value system. Jen has always been a very spiritual person and when she was in the midst of her eating disorder, we came up with two questions that she would ask herself when she was working on food and exercise changes. One of those questions was, when I eat or don't eat this, who or what does this serve? And then the second question was, will this give me something to be grateful for tomorrow? I loved that. I I took that later on and used it for myself actually, where I said, well, nighttime, you know, will morning Jess be grateful to nighttime Jess? What these two questions did for Jen is they allowed her to ground herself every time she was trying to work on herself in the nutrition department. While Jen matured because she had new relationships, new life experiences, these two questions, they really remain pillars that she returned to every single time I saw her. What I noticed is that it was so important for her to have these questions readily available at the forefront of her mind so that she could reach to them when life did throw her those curveballs. Because we were talking about that earlier, those curveballs that life throws, like they are going to come. And she was able to really use food and exercise as a means of stability, of self-care, of support, instead of using them as an escape route, as a way to cope in a self-destructive way. I keep coming back to this quote from Yellowstone. If you guys have been tuning in this month, you've heard me say this already, but one of the main characters, Rip, says this to Beth. He says, life is hard enough as it is, honey. You don't need to help it. And what was really cool about Jen's journey is that she found a way to ground herself and use food and exercise and building herself up to be the healthiest version of herself, she found a way to use that as a way to manage what was thrown at her in life. Diet culture and the expectations of perfectionism that we allow to be layered on ourselves, it really makes life harder. And then when life throws us these curveballs, we find ourselves in this place of overwhelm and oftentimes it can lead to self-destructive behaviors. Some of us don't even realize how heavy this burden is until someone else points it out to us, which is actually what happened with Jen because when she first came to be treated for an eating disorder, she was not aware of just how pervasive the diet culture and perfectionist thoughts had embedded themselves in her mind, but she was able to pull through and it was really, really incredible to see. Jen's story is what I hope for every single one of you that are listening. So for today, we're talking about five steps to walk you towards the success that Jen got to. Guys, Jen to this day, she doesn't see me for nutrition anymore, but she does pop into my inbox every now and again. She is doing amazing. And I wanna help you guys get started on this journey for yourself. So let's dive into five steps for a solid food foundation. Today's episode is brought to you by Wellevate. Wellevate is my online dispensary that allows you to choose from hundreds of supplements that are on the market. I personally love it because I have access to quality products at discount prices. And guys, I don't have to commit to one brand. I can pick and choose which supplements I've researched to be the best ones on the market and support your specific needs. So if you're interested in setting up a supplement stack that's going to support you and your health goals, head on over to justbrownrd.com, click on shop, and you'll find the link to my online dispensary, Wellevate.
My personal favorite right now are my amino acids. Guys, I do not go to the gym without them. They boost my energy and there's no additional caffeine in them. And then of course I've got my vitamin D because I know now more than ever, my immune system needs that adequate vitamin D intake and I want it coming from the highest quality source. So head on over to jessbrownrd.com, click on shop. You'll find the supplement store there. Thank you to Wellevate for sponsoring today's show. Okay, so I decided to do this recap for you ladies because there was one thing that was really showing up consistently in my inbox from you guys, and it was this kind of conflicting feeling of like, I want food freedom, and at the same time, I need to improve my health. Like, or I don't want to feel constrained by these rules and rigidity, and I need to manage my blood sugar. Or I don't want to feel like I hate my body, and at the same time, I know I feel better when I lose a little bit of weight. Or I need to add in some more exercise. So really balancing these two items that can sometimes feel opposing, and I wanted to bring them together for you and show you how they can actually work in tandem together if we have the right perspective and we're rooted in the right motives. Step one in this process is to complete a values assessment. You guys hear me talk a lot about values on this podcast and what values are, are the things you hold most dear to your life. They are the things that we hold as priority above all things. And we want to narrow this down to about three to five because if we don't have priorities, they're not actually priorities. So we want to get that list down to about three or five top values. And if you can't name those off the top of your head right now, we have an assignment for you. This is where you're going to start right now. You're going to head over to my website, jessbrownrd.com. You're going to download the three steps to empowered eating guide. On this freebie, I'm going to walk you through how to complete a values assessment so you can figure out exactly what those top three to five values will be because it's so important that we know these so that you can filter your goals and your next steps based on your values. Guys, I dive really deep into this in my e-course. We walk through an exercise where we talk about what life would be like if you were living out your values. I have quite a few journaling exercises that you work through. We get really granular and clear on what these three to five values are and what it looks like when you're living out each one to the fullest. So like what sort of mood are you in? What looks different then than it is right now. What kind of clothes do you wear? This is so important to get clear on because I think most people get stuck here because they have goals. Like they have these things that they want to do, they want to accomplish, whether it's manage your blood sugar or lower your blood pressure or lose weight or improve your fitness. Like we have those goals and then instead of rooting them in our values, we root them in diet culture, expectations, and perfectionism. And those two things don't work together. <laughs> so we get frustrated. So for example, if we're trying to reduce our blood pressure and to do so would mean we need to up our fruits and veggies, we need to watch our sodium content, and we would need to look at our intake in hopes of reducing weight by about 5%. That's what we know scientifically helps reduce blood pressure. What happens though is instead of being able to stay focused on that, we get overwhelmed by this idea of being perfect and having to log every macro. And now I need my body to look a certain way. It's not just about losing that three to 5%. Instead, it's about looking or fitting in certain pant size. So we get distracted by diet culture expectations instead of staying rooted in the whole reason we are on this mission. So once you have your values written out and envisioned, we can really play with what life might be like if you were living those out and what you need to do to get there. Friends, we make over 275 food decisions in a day. That's a lot of decisions. Decision fatigue is real. And that's just food. That's not including like how to formulate an email or what kind of school we should send our kids to or what how to balance our money. I mean, there's so many decisions that we're making 
And then when it comes to food, there are hundreds, literally hundreds that we're making in a single day. And if we don't have a clear reason as to why we're making those decisions, it's no wonder we get lost and we feel confused and we feel like a failure. So step one is to define your values and then we're gonna redefine health based on those values. If you guys wanna dive deeper into that, be sure, like I mentioned, grab that three steps to empowered eating freebie from my website, jessbrownrd.com. And Food Foundations, my entire first module is all about, actually no, my first two modules is all about this. It's about detoxing from diet culture and moving to redefine health on your terms based on your values. So that's step number one. Step number two is practice body image flexibility. And we talked a lot about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast with Dr. Erica Castleberry, but I want to recap on it. I cannot stress how important this idea is to practice this body image flexibility. And I want to shift it and I'm going to call it body image resiliency because to me, that's really what it is. Body image resiliency is getting really comfortable with the understanding that positive body image isn't always thinking our body looks good or liking it all the time. Rather, it's knowing it is good despite what it looks like. And you have the ability to take care of it regardless of how you feel about it. (laughs) And so you can feel the two things at the same time. Like you can feel on the one hand, I don't like my body and at the same time, still go to the gym or, and at the same time, still choose to eat foods that nourish your body and uplift your energy. So we can feel those two things at the same time. That is body image resiliency. This reminded me of um, one of my good friends. She DM'd me the other day and said, you know, I don't always like my body, but I'm really working on it. And it got me thinking to a conversation her and I had had previously about our spouses and our kids. And we were talking about how we love our husbands and we love our kids, but man, they are hard to like sometimes. (laughs) I don't know if y'all feel that way, but I mean, my husband and I have been married for almost 15 years now. And we know this about each other. I love that man more than my own being. I love him so much, but man, he bugs me. And, you know, some days I'm like, gosh, you're just breathing the wrong way, <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, there it's just a reality of being so close to someone is that we can love them and not always like them at times. It's the same thing for my kids. There are no cuter faces in the entire world than my sweet boys when they are snuggled up to me. But sometimes I, those same sweet faces, like I want to like, uh, you know, just, you know, <laughs> they drive me crazy sometimes. I mean, after a day of them fighting and they're demanding things for the zillionth time and I'm like, you kids don't even realize how privileged you are. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love them. I would do anything for them. But there are some days I go to bed and I'm like happy to not see them for a few hours. But I can feel things like this for my family and at the same time still take care of them and treat them with respect. So in the midst of my annoyance or impatience, I still make my kids dinner or I still support my husband. He's an acts of service or his love language is acts of service. And so he's someone that really feels loved when I do things like the dishes or I take out the trash. And so I can be annoyed with him and still do those things. And actually it helps our relationship. It helps me get back to a place of liking him again (laughs) when I do that. Now, all that to say, our relationship with our body is very, very similar. We can find things about our body that we don't like, and maybe for that particular day, it's everything about our body, but we can feel that and still take care of our body. We can feel that and still respect our body. This is body image resiliency. It's feeling the dislike, the disdain, the disappointment, or even the disgust in our own body and still yet choosing to engage in self-care. 
Guys, if you want to dive into this deeper, I do go into this into my e-course, but I also have an ebook that goes over this in detail. Head on over to my website and you guys can find that. It's called Beat Body Bullying. Okay, so that's number two, practice body image resiliency. Step number three, get acquainted with what your body says about food. This can be done with the hunger satiety scale. Now, y'all have probably heard of this by now. I talk about it a lot on the show. It's circulating social media. I have samples of it up on my Instagram. But essentially what this is, is the beginning of developing interoceptive awareness, which is the cornerstone of empowered eating. The hunger scale is a tool that we use to rate our hunger and satiety, and we use it to get to know our body. We use it to get to understand how our body responds to food and how our body is taking in the nourishment that we're giving it. And this can be tricky because when you've been trying to control your body with diet for years and years and years, this can feel like a whole new world. Oh my gosh. Every time I say a whole new world, does it, do you guys just start singing Aladdin in your head or is that just me? (laughs) I'm going to not sing it for you guys because I'm a terrible singer, but Just know that that's what's going on in my head right now. Okay, squirrel. (laughs) So this feels like this whole hunger satiety scale, if it feels overwhelming and scary, I want you to know you are not alone. You're not alone at all. Most people who start this journey feel very intimidated by that. They feel this fear of hunger. Like, gosh, if I just eat when I'm hungry, I'm going to eat all the time. Or I'm going to not eat at all because I'm not hungry. So getting reacquainted with this is, it does take work and it takes time, but it is something that is so worth your time because it's life-changing. Most of the clients, not most, all of the clients I work with, this is such a crucial step in recovering their relationship with food and body because it allows them to create meal plans based on their biological cues. And there's no better way to embark on a relationship with food. Like, yes, there is a time and a place where meal plans can be helpful. So if you are going through some form of nutritional rehabilitation, meal plans are great. If you're trying to correct a medical nutrition need, meal plans are great. If you are trying to train for a specific sport and naturally you don't quite consume enough fuel to keep up with it, meal plans are great. But for the bulk majority of our life, we are going to need to be in a space with food where we we can eat more intuitively because we got too much stuff to do. We have way too much going on. So getting acquainted with what your body says about food and reconnecting with these hunger and satiety cues, yes, they will take some work initially, but it is life-changing in the long run. It is something that is worth every moment. And I have never once in what, 12 years? I'm coming up on 12 years now. Never once in 12 years have I had someone say, gosh, that wasn't worth it. No, it's so worth it. So I have lots of tools to help you guys track and journal and learn about your bodies in my Food Foundations e-course. So if you want to pop on to my website and look at the resources there, you sure can. But if you're ready to dive in deeper, that e-course is really where the work gets done and the accountability. Actually, most of my Food Foundation students pop onto my calendar around this time when they're working through the course because it can feel a bit disorienting. But once they spend the time learning about their bodies, they spend the time journaling. And honestly, it doesn't take that long. It takes like a solid two weeks. It's really not that long. But in the midst of it, it can feel just disorienting. Once they get through that two weeks, it's life-changing. Okay, so if you're ready for that, you guys, get enrolled in my Food Foundations e-course. Okay, step number four, quit trying to use exercise as a means of changing your body and instead find movement or exercise that you find joy in doing. Play. Do you guys remember when we were little and we would just sprint around the playground at school? 
I remember, I absolutely remember this vividly, being in my third grade classroom, just staring at the clock, like bouncing my leg up and down because I wanted it to be recess. I was so excited to go climb the monkey bars with my friends. When did the fun get sucked out of exercise? I have my own personal theories. I think it's when we started attaching numbers and metrics to it always. I mean, because there is a time and place for that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love maxing out my PR and learning that I can lift heavier weight than I could you know, a month ago. I love seeing that number go up. However, when that's all that we're doing and we feel like a failure when we don't meet it, the fun's been sucked out. We might need to hit the reset button because bottom line, we know that our body was made to move and research really shows that we need at least 150 minutes of heart rate elevating movement every single week. So that comes out to about 30 minutes a day. We know that with that, there are so many health benefits, but if we are struggling with the motivation to get moving, these benefits are irrelevant because we can't even get out the door to go for a walk, go for a run, go to the gym, whatever it is we're trying to do. So if you tuned in last week, you might be, I hope, you're in the middle of your two-week exercise play challenge. And if you haven't tuned into that one yet, what we're doing is we are taking two weeks to move without agenda, to just exercise because it feels good whatever that looks like if that's zumba if it's a dance video if it's going for a walk if it's going for a walk jog that's what i do these days i mean for years i had this like attachment to three miles there was something i don't know i don't even know where it came from it was like i had to run three miles or it didn't count you know as exercise I probably got that from the same place other women got like you only need to eat 1500 calories because that's another random rule that pops up or you know you can't eat after eight o'clock like all these random things that like who started this (laughs) what person said this that it made it the law and everybody has to abide by it so anyways I used to go for runs and I had to do three miles well a few years ago oh gosh it's been more than a few now I'm getting older (laughs) many years ago, I started running and I stopped timing it and I stopped measuring the distance and I started looking around and we have this really cool area in our town where it's right by our river, the Rio Grande, and there's lots of birds. And I started noticing all the diverse birds. I mean, there are hawks, we have eagles, we have owls, we have so many cute little goldfinches. Oh, they're so precious. So anyways, I became a self-proclaimed ornithologist because of my mindful and present runs that I decided to start going on. And it changed my life quite honestly, because now when I go out for a run, it is not about time. It is not about distance. It is about being present and getting an energy boost for the rest of my day. Now I'm not training for any marathons. So for all my runners out there, y'all might be a little bit different on this. But what I want to invite you guys to do is find some movement that you can do just for fun. If you're training for an event, maybe running's not what you do just for fun because you still have a target there. And that target is fun, right? Like trying to PR or do better, there's a lot of fun and a sense of accomplishment in that. But let's still find something that you just do because it feels good. Maybe it's Pilates, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's going with your kids for a swim. I mean, let's integrate something in there where movement has no agenda other than to just boost your heart rate and your mood. So, so far we've got get your values defined, practice body image resiliency, get acquainted with what your body says about food using that hunger and satiety scale. And then number four, find exercise that you like, that you're going to want to keep doing. And then the final step in this process in your power plan Kickstarter process is to find accountability. Guys, this accountability can look 
so many different ways. It can be in your home. It can be with your spouse. It can be with your friends. And of course, I would love nothing more than to be in your corner. But bottom line, we need some sort of accountability. I found this incredible article highlighting just how powerful accountability is. So I'm going to read it off to you guys. You are 10% likely to complete a goal once you have the idea of the goal. You're 25% likely to complete that goal once you're consciously deciding that you will do it. So when you start like brainstorming, okay, here's the steps I'm going to take to get there. You're 40% more likely to complete that goal when you decide when you will do it. So you set a timeline to it. You're 50% more likely to complete that goal when you start planning how to do it. And this all makes sense, right? It's like, okay, if I have a start date and a plan, I am 50% more likely to complete that goal. You are 65% more likely to complete it if you commit to someone that you will do it. So if you say it out loud and you verbalize it, want to know what jumps you to 95%? Want to know what takes you from 65% likely to finish the goal all the way up to 95%? 95%, that's almost 100% likely that you will complete the goal is if you have a specific accountability appointment with someone you've committed to. So you have a when, you have a what, you have a how, you've said it out loud, and now you have a set appointment with someone who's going to hold you accountable. Guys, this is one of my favorite parts about coaching, and there are three ways I can support you on this. So obviously here on the podcast, I love supporting you guys. And if you have specific questions or goals you're trying to reach, I would love to bring some of that in onto the show. So head on over to jessbrownrd.com, click on podcast. There is an orange button there. Y'all can submit questions, updates. I would just love to pull you into this community and you never know how you're going to inspire others. So many times I get these messages in my DMs and it's like, these amazing stories. And I'm like, gosh, if I could capture this and share it with others, I think it would inspire more people. So you never know. You could be that person. So if you have questions or you're willing to share, head on over justbrownrd.com, click on podcasts. That's one way I can support you. Another way I can support you is through my Food Foundations e-course. Guys, this course, and here's my exciting news. I know I told you I had exciting news for the end of the month and here it is. And I'm only sharing this with you guys on the podcast because you guys are my insiders. I am completely revamping the course. It has been an incredible year with this course and I've had just incredible ladies come through and the changes they've made have been so fun to watch. But even so, I have been collecting feedback along the way and wanted to make it even better. So I am adding a bonus in there. We have a full on body bully takedown module. I've expanded a lot of the trainings in there that were already in there, but it's going to be good. So I am working on this for you right now. Now, if you want to purchase it now, here's the thing. You have lifetime access to it. So if you purchase it now, you will not only get what's in there now, but you're going to get all the updates totally for free and it won't be at a higher cost because I will tell you with all these updates that are coming and going to be added to it, the price is going to go up. So if you want to snag that, hint, hint, head on over there, justbrownrd.com and click on courses. So that's the second way I can support you. And the third way is one-on-one coaching. And this is just one of my absolute joys in life is to connect with you guys in the one-on-one setting. I love nothing more than to get to be a part of your walk. It's just so incredible. So if you're looking for that accountability, if you're like, I've got the who, what, when, where, why, I just need that accountability to bump me to almost that 100% assurance that I will reach my goals, girls, I would love to connect with you. Again, just head on over to my website, justbrownrd.com, and you can get connected with me there. All right, you guys got your power plan. I hope it kickstarts you for this year. 
even though we're at the end of January, I'm just now, like I said, coming to 2022. <laughs> and I hope y'all are with me there. Hope you guys can define those values, master body image resiliency. Let's reconnect with your hunger satiety cues. Fall in love, girls, with exercise all over again. Your life will be better for it. And then hit me up if you guys need some accountability. I hope you all have a fabulous day. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you like today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.